Good morning, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. The following texts serve as our readings for today's family worship service on the 11th of October, 2020. Exodus chapter 32 verse 1 to 14 is our main text. Philippians chapter 4 verse 1 to 9. And then the gospel according to St. Matthew, Matthew chapter 22 verses 1 to 14. Our focus verses are as follows. Verse 1 of Exodus chapter 32, it reads as follows. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron. Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. And then from the Philippian letter, Philippians chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore, my sisters and brothers, you whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord. And our final reading comes from, our final verse comes from our gospel reading. Matthew chapter 22, verses 4 and 5. Come to the wedding banquet. They paid no attention and went off. And verse 11. He noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. The theme of our family worship service this morning is a people in crisis. A people in crisis. Come, let us join together in prayer. Lord, your word is a light that shines upon our paths. Grant us grace to meditate upon your word and to follow its teachings faithfully. Let your word light up our path this morning. Speak to our hearts and fill us with love and understanding. And so, O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. Our main text for today is Exodus chapter 32, verse 1 to 14. And our gospel reading is Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. The theme of today's family worship service, a people in crisis. And so, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, God is always ready to reveal new truths to us about God's self. Our faith is never complete, and therefore we should not close our minds to the possibility of learning something new about God. In God's revelation of God's self, God is always ready to move us to a deeper level of faith and a deeper level of trust in God. In God's messages to us over the last few weeks, we have learned about God who set Moses apart to become a chosen vessel. Through Moses, God sought to achieve God's purpose and God's goal of bringing hope and healing to a group of Hebrew people. Moses had to fetch the Hebrew people in Egypt and let them out of Egypt into a land flowing with milk 
and a land flowing with honey. Moses had been gone for nearly a month and a half. And in his absence, the people found it very difficult to walk by faith in God. Moses, their leader, was nowhere to be found. And his absence not only created a faith crisis, but his absence also created a leadership crisis. Despite of the fact that Moses brought, and despite of the fact that Moses led the people thus far, and despite of the blessings that they received from the hands of God, and despite of the mighty acts of God and God's provision, the people made a bad choice. The people made an erroneous decision. The people made a disastrous decision under the leadership of Aaron that land them in a mess and a real crisis. The people had taken control of the situation in the absence of true leadership. A situation developed off as the Kadveches, as the Meisbas. And the people thrust upon Aaron the responsibility to take over the leadership role of Moses. And Aaron gave in to the people's demands. He buckled under the pressure of the people and the cookie began to crumble. Aaron lacked the skill. Aaron lacked the ability and he lacked the wisdom to stand firm, to stand in the gap for Moses and to fulfill his responsibility in this new leadership role. Unable to stand firm and unable to understand his role and unable to look ahead with foresight and insight in order to perceive accurately the possible outcome of his decision, Aaron failed to rise up to the leadership challenge that he had faced at the time. Under his leadership, the nation is plunged into a crisis. Aaron simply does not have the blending of natural and spiritual qualities. Aaron simply does not have the blending of natural and spiritual gift to rise up to the responsibility. He does not follow in the trail of Moses. And so instead of making the right decisions, or the right choice. Aaron make a popular choice. He gives the people what they wanted. He gave the people what they demanded. The right choice for Aaron was too unpopular. It will make him unpopular. And it turns out to be a nearly fatal choice. In verse 10, God said, now leave me alone, so that my anger may burn against them, and I may destroy them. Aaron did not ask for wisdom. Aaron did not ask for clarity. Aaron did not ask for strength in the situation. He did not consult God. He did not connect with God, the God of all power, the God of all truth, and the God of all grace. 
he has not learned yet that at times, or perhaps all the time, to let the power of God take over and deal with the situation in our moments of weakness. Aaron lacked self-discipline, but he also lacked in his leadership role the ability to teach people to be disciplined in their waiting, and that in their waiting, they can draw on the inexhaustible riches of God's grace when Moses finally returns from his journey. The Hebrew people were unwilling to wait. The Hebrew people were unwilling to continue without a leader. The Hebrew people were unwilling to continue without a God to go before them. It to them, God had forsaken them. To them, God had abandoned them because God was not visible, nor was God outwardly at hand. They have not allowed the power of the living God to pervade their hearts. Their impatience corrupted their relationship with God as they placed this question before Aaron. Come make us gods who can go before us. Verse 1. And so Aaron took what they handed him and made it into an idol, cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Verse 4. Thereby Aaron corrupted his relationship with God, and he played a pivotal role in corrupting the people's relationship with God. All of them were standing in a corrupt relationship with God. The God who is without a beginning and without an end, the God who is the Alpha and the Omega, had been moved out of the center of the people's lives. He plunged the people into a deep faith crisis. All the time in their journey with God, God was laying a firm foundation for their growth. All the time in their journey with God, God was laying a firm foundation for the development as the people. Now this foundation had been removed as a rock under their feet, the base for their future, the base for their final destiny is suddenly gone. Aaron's leadership ability had fallen apart. Aaron did not even allow himself to discover the strength. He did not allow himself to discover the depth. He did not allow himself to discover the resilience that lies as locked up potential within himself. It is Jesus who reminded us that in the face of intense pressure, in the face of intense opposition, and in the face of the non-responsiveness of the people, we who had been called into leadership positions needs to stand firm. And so Jesus said in the Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 22, verse 3, He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. And then in verse 5, they paid no attention. Verse 6, 
they seized his servants, ill-treated them, and killed them. Through his prophets, God was reaching out to his people. The people were not interested in God's message, and so the people destroyed the prophets and the people destroyed the messengers of God when they had the opportunity to do so. They destroyed people like John the Baptist, people like Martin Luther King Jr., who lived and who died to create the best kind of life in the world. But the prophets and God's messengers were able to stand firm as God offered God's self as a gift to the people in the whole of their lives. Not only did God offer God's self as a gift to the people, but God on God's mind was the desire that the people also accept the best kind of life that God has to offer them. Jesus referred and Jesus compared the life that God has to offer to the people. He compared it, compared it to a wedding banquet. God is the host and we are the guest. This is the kind of life that leaders need to offer to the people they serve the best kind of life, and they need to stand firm in doing so. They need to stand firm in offering people the best kind of life. And when the people refuse that best kind of life that God has offered us, we condemn ourselves and we are responsible for corrupting our relationship with God there is a warning that Jesus directed at the leaders in the parable. Jesus said, Friend, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told his the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there is weeping. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 22, verses 12 and 13. This is what will happen to those who do not rise up to their leadership responsibility. It is sad to say that there is a, a leadership crisis and the entire world is caught up in a leadership crisis today. Leadership is not only restricted to Moses. Leadership is not only restricted to Aaron and a small minority of statesmen. Leadership takes on a variety of forms and includes a range of people. Leadership includes clergy and teachers, politicians and parents, business executives, managers, supervisors, judges and magistrates, doctors and social workers, union officials, and the list is endless. All of them has leadership responsibilities. But what is missing from the world today is leaders that are clear-sighted 
What is missing from the world today is leaders that are courageous. What is missing from the world today is leaders who are able to persevere and leaders who are truly serving the people. We want to see leaders in government who deals with corrupt officials. We want to see leaders in government who deals with those who are involved in fraudulent activities and those who are responsible for looting the state purse. We want to see a total cleanup. A total cleanup needs to happen today from top to bottom and bottom to top. In tackling corrupt individuals, we need to understand that God gives strength to the weary and it is God who increases the power of the weak because those who hope in the Lord and to, wait, and to patiently wait on God, their strength will be renewed. We need leaders who can take the bull by the horn without fear. We need leaders who can take the bull by the horns without being fearful. Is Nelson Mandela or Albert Lutuli or Martin Luther King Jr. the last ones? The world is in a leadership crisis today. Not only that, but corrupt individuals and many people in the world has moved God out of the center of their lives. It is true that many things can replace God in our lives and that everything that the world has to offer can replace or has that potential to replace God in our lives. Anything that the world has to offer can remove God from the center of our lives. These things strip us in our steadfastness and in our ability to stand firm and to remain rooted in our gospel values. Gospel values ought to do what is true and noble and right and pure and lovely and just and admirable. Satan knows that we cannot stand firm if we have no base, or when we have no foundation to stand on. And so Satan holds us firmly in his grip, and we are unable to, be, to break free on our own. But the Holy Scriptures encourages us today to give God first priority in our lives. You shall have no other gods before me, says God in Exodus chapter 20 verse 3. One of the many things that has the potential to replace God in our lives as leaders and people is money. And so money has the greatest potential to replace God in our lives. Again, Jesus warns us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22, when Jesus said, You cannot serve both God and money. Money is very important in our lives. It is a commodity that we cannot live without. But we even need to use our money for God's glory. 
failing to use our money to the glory of God, we run the risk that money becomes our idol, money becomes our God, and money becomes our master. When a thing becomes our master, we become its life. God is no longer first priority in our lives. God has been replaced. It has now corrupted our relationship with God, and it may even corrupt our relationship with people around us. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, God is always ready to reveal new truths about God's self. We should not close our minds to the possibility of learning something new about God. When we learn something new about God, that revelation always takes us to a deeper level of faith and a deeper level of trust in God. God calls us into positions of leadership at times and grants us the strength. God increases our power when we are weary and God helps us to rise up to the challenge of the day. All we need to do is to remain true to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. If you are in a leadership position today, are you true to your responsibility? Are you honest? Are you diligent? Are you disciplined? Are you offering people the best kind of life that God has to offer them? Or perhaps are you weak and are you timid and unable to give leadership in the role that God has entrusted into your hands? Or are you making popular choices instead of making the right choices? Because making the right choices is too expensive. Rise up and go with God. Otherwise, you may just regret it. Glory be to God, our Father and our Mother. Glory be to Jesus Christ, God's Son. Glory be to the Holy Spirit, our Upholder and our Guide. Amen. Come, let us join together in prayer. Eternal God and loving Saviour, God, our Mother and our Father, bless the leaders of your people everywhere, and may all leaders remain true to you. Grant them your Holy Spirit for them to remain steadfast unto the end. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Receive the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ. May God bless us with discomfort and easy answers, half-truths and superficial relationships, so that we may live from deep within our hearts. May God bless us with anger at injustice, oppression and exploitation of people, so that we may work for justice, freedom, and peace. May God bless us with tears to shed for those who suffer from pain, rejection, hunger, and war, so that we may reach out our hands to comfort them 
and turn their pain into joy. May God bless us with enough foolishness to believe that we can make a difference in the world so that we may do others, so that we may do what others claim cannot be done to bring justice and kindness to all God's children. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.